to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Good evening to all, both growers and showers. Welcome to our show, where we grow. <laughs> this is an audio medium in India, so no one can catch your face of disdain at my creativity. Um, She's awake, you guys. I mean, I just didn't expect that. <laughs> but it segues right into my poppies of my poppy and poopy of the week because they're both men. So it who may oh, not well, be growers you, or okay. showers. I was about to say, you're going to have to identify what they both are as well then. Oh my um, God. <laughs> before you do, um, tonight is going to be a sprinkle sesh because we've got a lot going on. Um, Family Karma is still our number one this week. Um, we'll dabble into our Potomac and our Salt Lake. And um, we also both began watching The Royal Housewives of Durban, which is one of the South African iterations that Bravo is now airing on Fridays. I only saw the first episode, but wowzers. So we'll hit that for a second too. And maybe even a drop of Below Deck Adventure to really just ruin everyone's lives. Um, With that, little Indy, would you like to poppy and poopy? Let's do it. Um, So like I said, both of mine are men this week. Um, Oh my gosh, I just drank too much water. (laughs) Excuse me. Um... (laughs) I I don't know why I'm weak. This is going to pain me to guess if they're growers or showers. Because um, I don't really know which one I have a preference for. Um, actually, I do know what I have a preference for. So we're just going to go with that, right? All right. So my copy <laughs> of the... <laughs> I don't know why I'm sent today, y'all. I'm like hella... Like that meme hits where it's like next week is Thanksgiving... Christmas is in like four weeks and the new year is in six weeks. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for time to pass right now. You sound I'm like, literally um... like, and you know, my trash life, I'm already like booking things through the end of next month. Yeah. You're like All a the appointments super an advanced planner. And I, I don't have that in me. Um, I just get overwhelmed. <laughs> by these future well, plans do you think i don't <laughs> do you think i'm not overwhelmed by my own existence <laughs> like i went to see i totally deviated from us i was like wow we're getting straight to business nope not on this show we never do that. ever um, literally last thursday i found out about like a new project that was happening this week with like three days notice and i had already got tickets to see wakanda forever And literally everybody in the theater is crying around me and I'm just sitting there like stressed, like what time do I have to wake up? How many things do I need to get done on each of these days for this to be accomplished by the day it needs to be done? Oh, you should have just emailed your unhinged two, two hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lisa Barlow style. I can't disclose what the project (laughs) is, but they're not the type of people you can email that to. Oh, that project. Okay. You're unhinged. you're unhinged to the big dogs yeah you can't do it I have a lot of attitude and I tell a lot of people to fuck off regularly but not literally just in a professional way 
which I did today to a few people, but I just sat there and like, I could just feel my chest pounding. I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to wake up at like 5am every morning, work out before I go to work. I have to be at work by this time. And then I have to write out all of my like talking points. That's the only way my brain will shut up is if I write hella to-do lists for like, this is how you're going to live your life. Yeah. I picked out all my clothes for the week on Sunday so that I just had to like wake up and put them on. Oh my gosh. Picked out my workout clothes and my work outfits. And everyone's like, you look so nice this week. And I said, what are you saying about all the other weeks? <laughs> People got real mad. And then of course, someone of a certain age yesterday, I walked right in and she goes, you look tired. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and then I stared into a camera that wasn't there as if I were April Ludgate. I was like, just like, what is wrong with you? I was How like, do you just you- tell someone that, you're, that they're tired? They look tired. But, but a person that's involved in the same project, it's like, you know why I'm tired. Because of this. <laughs> because of our existence. Um. So yeah, I love that my anxiety and domineering nature just cut into your poppy and poopy. Oh, um, who are those men? <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> we're gonna call this one the grower, Bobby, because oh, oh, I prefer shit. a grower. Um, I feel like showers. I prefer a grow- grower too. Like showers, showers they, they don't think they need to try. Exactly, they don't think they need to try. They're very lazy. Uh, there's no motion in the ocean. It's just yeah, because it's going know, nowhere. Like a a stick. I don't know. I don't even have a reference. But like a hot dog on a stick. It's bad. Um, so my poppy goes to Ralph, aka Baltimore, for his Lisa Barlow impression because he okay, you have to expl- you can't first name somebody who's not on Bravo. Okay, so he was on Watchmen. Isn't it like Rafe Fiend? Isn't it Rafe? Because he's British. Maybe I'm Rafe not trying to be a brat today. Fiend. I promise you. I don't know how to say his last name, so I didn't want to. The actor who plays Voldemort, yes, and who also was JLo's love interest and made in Made in Manhattan more importantly. Yes. Yes, completely. More important um, in the pop culture. Honestly. <laughs> I was going to say honestly, but. Para Ruby, that's more, more important to us. No. <laughs> everybody, everybody our age is like, oh my God, nothing more important than HP. It's like, no, I, I love a um, Made in Manhattan. So yes, he was on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> and Andy gave him the Lisa Barlow, like, speak, hot mic moment. Like, and he took the page and like, like an, a true actor, like made his little notes, <laughs> his little marks of like his emphasis and periods. And it was just amazing. Like he performed it on Watch What Happens Live. And I'm just like, wow, Lisa Barlow just is going down as a legend at this point because the way people you, just stand her. Were you turned on by his reading of Lisa Barlow's monologue of Garbage Trash Horror? Like I'm turned on by any man who references any type of housewives i'm just like wow <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> even if they're just very unhot for just this split second it's like the kombucha girl it's like well <laughs> i can't i hate you <laughs> uh, because it just like warms my soul um well, everybody think about voldemort's dick tonight <laughs> all right voldemort voldy grows <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And then who is your poopy shower? Sorry, you just gave me like two potential titles. (laughs) Come on. I'm a generator. (laughs) Um, 
the poopy is the shower, obviously. And that is Peter Patricia Thomas. <laughs> the problem is that he's a shower and it's probably four inches. Oh my God. While he's showing. Because <laughs> he got that kind of attitude. Was that too much? <laughs> Are we rated X now? Because you, she's got her hand over her mouth, ladies and other ladies. It's like, it just like really like makes me laugh. Because <laughs> Peter, Peter, Patricia, pa- stay are you out Peter? of women's business. Or are you Patricia? Patricia? Never. I am so weak. Um, but yeah, so I'm glad I don't have a penis because they can't come for us for that. I know they can't. What What can you say about a vagina? It's beautiful. Yeah, pretty much. Um, wow. So what he, what did he do that made him your poopy? So, I mean, he just, again, inserted himself in woman's business. Um, <laughs> they try to excited. pretend. Yeah, I mean, they try to pretend like Mr. Peter Thomas was, like, he didn't know that the ladies were in Miami. Like, he doesn't have a restaurant in Miami, bar one. Um, I believe that's what it is in Miami. And um, then it's like, tell Wendy I have an issue with her. And I got like, beef with her. I got beef with you. He started getting Jamaican. And it's like, <laughs> what is happening right now? I'm excited just because I can't with Wendy for so. I, mean, I can't with Wendy, but I just can't with Peter. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a battle of two evils. The battle of two motherfucking evils. Honestly. Wait, truly. we can't say evil because in Bravo land, evil is worse than bitch or the C word. So the battle of two bitches. Fucking cunts. The battle of two cunts. <laughs> oh my God. We are out of control tonight, you guys. I think it's because we're both healthy for the first time since September. It's like literally the first time that both of us, like not one of us. Truly. And you know, the- We came the, back. This Power weather Daddy. tried to take me down this week with its nonsense of like cold. Oh my gosh. It is oh. a blizzard outside, my friends. My allergy, my sinuses have woke, woken up every day. Like, bitch, what is happening? Like, I've had to like, you know, do that like nasty like to get like it out of my nose so that it doesn't go down. No, I and, don't like, make you sick. Okay, so trick for preventing yourself from mm-hmm. like getting colds and stuff. Like, if you start to feel like that like mucusy feeling, like nasal drip, make sure you're like spitting it all out, especially if it's like green or like oh yeah, color, oh yeah, so that you don't. Like if you feel the phlegm or something, just yeah. spit it out, yeah, and like coughing it up so like it doesn't go into your lungs because that's what like prolongs your sickness and makes you sick. So I've been doing a lot of that this week and like taking. But that's if you're stuff. already like symptomatic sick, right? What? To cough that you're up. coughing up, you're coughing out the stuff so that it doesn't prolong it. Well, that I just mean, and that, and I just mean like when it's like when you start to feel it forming, like in your nose, to like be proactive and be, you know, okay. do the nasty route and spit it out. And oh yeah, you know, yeah. Like, if it don't belong it there, spit it out, my friends. Yes, for sure. So I've been doing that, and my mom's like herbal remedies because you know she's she's that that lady. Um, and I feel that so, girl. so great. Like today, I feel like bitch. Like this morning, I woke up like bitch, and now I feel like bitch. bitch. This morning, I'd be like, cunt, come, on, be like come on, cunt. Okay. <laughs> Not the way you are laughing as you say cunt. She goes like this, you guys. Come on, cunt. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm like five years old and saying something I shouldn't be saying. Like, 
like my mom just punished me I go in my room literally like, okay, like cunt literally like cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a like, out of control well it's hilarious because you keep saying it with a hard t <laughs> <laughs> versus like I feel like I say it with like a d at the end oh. by accident. hey cunt <laughs> Oh my hey, god, I can't with us. I'm sent to the to the heavens slash we're both going to hell, but sent to the Speak heavens. Speak for yourself. I'm going with the angels. Please. I'm saved. <laughs> I'm saved. <laughs> she says real confidently. <laughs> Estoy salvada. No, I don't talk like that in Spanish, y'all. That's just me being rude. She does not at all. I did that once and somebody was like, ew, is that, or like, I didn't say ew, I say ew. Somebody was like, is that really how you speak in Spanish? And I was like, uh-huh. Go away. I didn't ask you for your judgment. Be gone. I feel like Candace right now with my eye roll and going, be gone. Um, okay. Enough, because that's about my little problematic baby. I don't like us hurting her. She hurts everyone. Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> we know this. I love problematic people. That's why I'm single. Okay. <laughs> I love trash. I was trying to tell my friend yesterday at the game about Libras. Um, <clears throat> oh no, here we go. Because she's like interested in one. I was like, yeah, they're like, oh, not the men. I was like, they're a little like problematic just in the sense of like being hella like hella flirters and mm-hmm. then reject and then being like oh I didn't really mean it like I don't mm-hmm. know I don't know and then one day they'll love you and then the next day they're like I'm just not in the mood for you and then the next day they might love you again and like their moods are just like this so just be prepared <laughs> ah <laughs> three I know I like um I feel like that's me on a dating app right now. Like I'll match with people and then like the messages are nice and like I found them attractive or whatever. And then I'm like, I just don't feel like talking to them right now. I need some alone time. <laughs> and then I'm like, why am I not going on dates? Oh yeah. Because I'm not answering the messages to oh talk to like them. Yeah. I just oh. I couldn't do the hinge. I went on there to find <laughs> potential clients. Like in, oh, like, I thought you were gonna say work. something else. No, no, no. For like real estate, <laughs> I was like, ooh. So there was this one investor. I was like, oh, swipe right, and I like messaged him like, I'm in real estate. And he's like, oh, really? I'm an investor. I was like, coincidence. And yeah, nice. so I'm working on property for. <laughs> yeah, I uh... a true Capricorn using everything for business. Mm, I know. I already read you too much for that, though. <laughs> but your your description is very spot on and is a problem. <laughs> it's so bad. I just I know you guys like, grew and get in there like swimwear and take my mom, time. like two of Off my other around. friends. John is a Libra rising. I'm just like, mm. wow, you guys are. I can just see right here all of you. <laughs> I know there's like a meme the other day that was like Libras trying to get out of a date that they accidentally flirted themselves into. And it's like Doja Cat being like <laughs> Doja Cat, a Libra. Whew. Moving on. Um, So let's think of my poppies and poopies of the week because I literally always forget about this segment, even though this is like our 30th time doing it. 
Right. My poppy of the week is um I like had one and now I'm like turning back on it and now I'm turning back on it again because I'm a what? A Libra. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say that my poppy of the week is Lopa Auntie from Family Karma. Love because it. that's my good sister. I've been saying it since season one. I was like, she's misunderstood. Everybody's a hater. And this week during Rich and Michelle's wedding, which we'll obviously talk about later, um, her speech was like so emotional. And we know I don't cry. I cried over this. And by crying, like tears were welling in my eyes. And I think one dropped down. So it wasn't like a full cry, but it was a Libra slash Ruby cry. So, you know, that's uh, meant it cut deep. And then that's basically like a Lisa Renna, the bunny cry. <laughs> yeah. The bunny return. Or like, or like recently for my other podcast, I was watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith and like Angelina Jolie does like one fake drop cry thinking Brad Pitt died. And it's very that where it's like, I'm just so beautiful with this single tear. That's how I felt. <laughs> my beautiful single tear for Lopa Auntie. And then at the end, when she said like something like, you're never getting rid of me and <laughs> like made it rowdy at the end. I was like, yes, bitch. I love her. Oh, I just she think she's was so great. I just think she's always truly herself. And I've said that like a thousand times on here is like, I will always respect the characters who are like, not the most likable, but are always true to themselves. And they're not portraying themselves to be anything other than who they are. Yeah. Authenticity is key. Shout out to Kelly Dodd. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> That India might be more problematic. Almost detached from her school. <laughs> I mean, we know who Kelly, where Kelly Dodd was January sixth. That's you know. Oh fuck! I know, not that part. But I mean, you know how much I like secretly love Ramona, even through her January. Oh yeah, y'all. Like, everybody who gets mad at me about Kelly Dodd, think about what you feel about Ramona Singer, and then shut the fuck up. How about that? She just really makes me hmm. laugh. Ramona just knows how to not say "Let's go, Brandon." Ramona's thinking it, you guys. Also, this is so random, but on Watch What Happens Live, um, do you watch Sex Life of College Girls? Uh, I don't, but I watched the Watch What Happens Live with that girl. Okay, so <clears throat> on uh, uh, Sex Life of College Girls, she plays like a character who is like comes from a really rich family, and she's like closeted lesbian until yeah. like the end of the first season. So like hiding it from her family, like not letting anyone know. And Andy was like, he had a question that said, was your character, like, did you channel Avery Singer for your character on Sex Life of College Girls? And I'm like, am I missing something? Is Avery, a les- like, is she on the spectrum? Like the LGBT? I don't think it's the spectrum. <laughs> The LGBTQIA spectrum is what I mean. Like, I don't think it's a spectrum. Isn't that what you call like? I don't think so. I, really I mean, think. I think sexuality is a spectrum. Like, I know, but I don't think that's the term. I think spectrum. I don't mean like. Autism. I know, but like, spectrum can be used for multiple things. Ruby, there's a there is a color spectrum. There is. I know, but I think they call it spectrum. like. Well, we know there's the Kinsey scale. We know there's the Kinsey scale. That's about sexuality. We're going to get back to that. As I was telling the people <laughs> in my she, project, let me she, review the record and I'll come back to you with that question later. Is she on the, like, is she, am I missing something? Like, that- no, I don't think so. I think it's more like, I mean, I didn't watch that show. 
I think you're reading too deeply into it. I think it's more like the voice or like the, maybe the personality or whatever. Cause okay, is she because... like a preppy uptight person? Yeah. The, and cause her voice is different. Cause the way, well, she was giving a little AAVE energy too much in her interview. Like, do you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> the white girl. She was giving a lot of like black scent. Oh, <laughs> But maybe I thought I was that was like, like her personality. I was like, is she? Because I've never seen her <clears throat> interview like outside of the show. So I never yeah. know. Like I didn't know. Like, and I mean, who knows? But I don't think it was that deep. Like that. I don't think it was that deep. I think it was just like maybe the sound of her voice or the fashion or something. I didn't read it as like a question about her sexuality. I also have never seen the show. So I didn't think gotcha. about it. I mean, because the show, like her character is sent, like the premise of her character and like her character development is like her being in the closet and coming out of sure. the closet so that's why I was like am I missing something like did I I think you were why was that a question thinking too deeply yeah I'm guessing um but she was like no but I do love her and I really want I saw her I saw her at a restaurant wanted to tell her that I love her mom because she is also a Ramona stan and um yeah yeah well that was nice <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, um let's see. And then my poopy is hmm, there's so many. I guess I'll say Heather Gay this week. <sighs> she's that girl. That girl, she's exhausting. That's what I was gonna say. Exhausting. I love that she couldn't answer a yes no question because that means you know the answer was no, and mm-hmm. she went and deflected really quick. So um, and that's all in the scenarios like that like if you're like I want well we'll get into it we'll get into it because yeah that's why I just left it at that is because I'm just like you're a fraud of like character yeah um and you're no one and also those green and black boots were awful like yeah. not everyone's meant to wear every trend you know honestly truly I think it would have looked cute if she had just done like plain black moto boots and just left the vest as the pop of color I'm on pop of color our show. Woo! Um, Whoa! Also, <laughs> not um, into doing handwork and knocking shit over in her apartment. The usual. I'm so clumsy. So I know we're discussing like family karma. We already said what we're mm-hmm. discussing. I don't need to rehash. But I do know that you watched the first episode of Durban, Your Housewives of Durban, which I um, didn't think that's how that was going to be pronounced what is it you know my gringa ass was like oh real housewives of durban durban and then i was like "Mm, ignorant yeah i thought it was (laughs) durban i was like why did i i was like i need to get a life (laughs) um okay i told ruby to watch it because i was like i don't even want to know i told you first oh i told you what's happening and then you were like oh shit it's good i was like well i have to be in a good space to watch it and then I watched the first episode that. yesterday and she texted me like, so basically a Nick Cannon, <laughs> two women are with a Nick Cannon. No, I said, this is about a dead Nick Cannon, <laughs> I think is what I said. Hold up. Hold on. Mind you, I'm at a basketball game and all I get is a I don't know where you are at night, India. It's a Wednesday. Dead Nick Cannon? I, when I say I burst into laughter. I wrote, oh, listen, listen, I wrote, I, this is my live reaction stand. Yeah. I said, I can tell who's probably the drama. Sarisha and Nonku. Then I wrote, not the lashes on this one chick who came in her jeans, Annie. And then I said, wait, do two of these women have the same baby daddy? And then I wrote a dead Nick Cannon. 
<laughs> that's basically all you need to know about the show. Like, if you, I don't even want to like, sent. I don't want to even talk about it. I said, it why because... is this man, this gospel man fathering all these children? And I said, you know who that reminds me of? Yes. And because maybe we can, like, said that it was God's will for him to spread his seed. You know what? I'm just going to say like polygamy went like is popular in a lot of cultures, right? Maybe not in American culture for the most part. Mine is like a sector of Mormons and um, whoever else. I honestly have no clue. So I won't even pretend like I know. But um, in like the world, like polygamy is very common, especially in like African cult, some African cultures like Nigeria. Mm-hmm. So which we also learned on Love is Blind because SK's dad oh, no. is a polygamist. And I have also been asked by a polygamist um, if I would be one of his wives. He just had to bring that up. She was like, listen, I know about polygamy because I was almost in it. No, I was not almost. (laughs) (laughs) You said if he could have afforded that bag. Oh, no, he could have afforded it. He was very wealthy. So why did you say no? Because I was just like, no, I don't know. Like, he he was just very, like, forward about it. Like, we only met that day. Like, I was a waitress. Wait, he met you that day and said, yes, I was a waitress at the club. And he was like. I have three wives. I don't need a a green card, but I just would like for you to be one of my wives. Like I will take care of you. I will (laughs) like, he just really propositioned himself to me. And I was like, wow, this is intriguing. However, I'm not in this space. India, we wouldn't have to be doing this show if you had said yes. Oh my gosh. He was very rich, very rich. Um, I would have been your housekeeper. I think I was like dating someone at the time. Oh yeah. I was with my ex who also was terrible um god honestly he could have saved me from that nightmare i, I wish mean, i could it. differentiate <laughs> i should have just been a polygamist <laughs> because listen i would have happily been your housekeeper india happily <laughs> god damn it look what well, you he, did in our future because we could be was... recording this from your mansion in which i have like a nice ensuite room yeah thank you um yeah wow um what was I going to say? No, I'm not like disrespecting that. I'm just saying, I was like, this is what we're talking about. And also at some point, it's not about the polygamy. Marry as many people as you want, guys. The bearing of too many children. And the care of those children. Well, it's a strain on our resources as global climate change continues on and ravages us. The world is on fire and going underwater. And you want to bring how many mouths that we all have to feed now? Because it's not just y'all, this land is feeding those children. Oh, yeah. And it's like kids deserve. The population has just reached 8 billion. This is out of control. And 1 billion of them are Nick Cannon's children. Out of control. Just in the past three years, he procreated 1 billion babies. He was making 30 a day. 30 uh, that I mean I'm sure he could honestly he is very fertile um but it's also about the care of the kids to me it's like not every kid is like yes I hear that he's a great father they all say he does the best that he can he he can he shows up for pumpkin patches and breastfeeding meetings I don't know whatever but it's like still you're spread so thin like that you well it's not quality time it's not quality after a while it's not quality time so that's where I worry because it's like 
what kid you're gonna at some point like favorite a mother or favorite a child or those oh yeah children and like you're gonna rank them basically yeah you're happens. gonna rank them by time you end up spending with them also like I feel like Eddie Murphy has 10 kids and I'm like that's a lot too genuine I guess has a lot of like, kids I feel like little Dirk has a lot of kids does Caitlyn Jenner has a lot, a lot of kids, kids. Um, oh, she... future. never mind. Never mind. Nick Cannon fathered. Oh, shit. I don't know how to divide billions and millions. But like Nick Cannon did 40% of that 1 billion and future did 60% of that 1 billion. That got oh, for added. sure. Um, and that is, like, know. you know, that Sierra. Is... She's, that's why she had the other kid with Russell. She, want, she wanted her okay. baby boy to like have a real sibling. She was like, there's a toxic for part all of 83 of them. There's a toxic part of my culture that is the the black culture Speak on that it. men Speak just on want it. to trap you with a child i call it baby jail oh but that's real it's they real really want to trap you with a child so you can't be with anyone else and you are forever clung to them, to them tied yeah. to them with no and they still keep going with no with no um goal of actually being in a marriage or a sanctified relationship and that come is on, sanctified so come on vows and commitment and you know what i say to that that's why we need to make sure that abortion is legal okay <laughs> oh my god and plan b <laughs> yeah i was like my let's, drop let's, and let's my bottle drop was a mic and let's promote protection <laughs> as well because people also don't need to be riddled with all the diseases. Shout out oh to my god, that condoms are good for everybody. Mm-hmm. It feels fine too. Just get some lube. It feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Men are nasty. Latex and lube. L L. Oh, should that be my? Oh well, we were talking about that before we recorded. I was like, should that be my phone sex company? <laughs> now I still like rubs on rubs Every- on Ruby. <laughs> everybody, before we hit record, because we're amateurs apparently um I had a fleeting thought today because I can do voices you've heard them they're not alluring but they may be to somebody um if I could make more money as a phone sex operator than in my current gig oh I'll let my coworker who listens to this tell me later you know if you just um yeah vote up for latex and lube vote down for what is it yours rubs by ruby yeah, verbal rubs by Ruby. <laughs> um, audio rubs by Ruby. <laughs> Sorry, I always have to make it worse than it is. Um, should we take a break and then actually talk about the shows that people came here to listen to? I, I guess maybe Shout out to us. <laughs> Forty minutes of nonsense. Woo! World record. <laughs> We're back. Talking about Bravo. <laughs> well, I don't know. Finally talking I'm really about Bravo. Like, I really I think I'm healthier, but I also feel nuts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was me the other day. Well, everyone kept saying how unhinged I was for my close friends. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I say that to you though every time I watch on close friends. I'm like, what's going on? Always unhinged. Versus like I put mine on main and people are like, Are you okay? And I was like, it was a joke. No, I'm not. clearly i'm not if i'm sharing it with hundreds of people that i don't talk to regularly right like meanwhile me i just share it to like my close maybe you're like she's keeping it a secret she's ashamed my close 20 people and everyone's like india like you are on one today like what is 
I was like, oh, you're just realizing I'm funny. Like, hi, have you met me? <laughs> it's the Taylor Swift song. Like, what hey, is happening? I was like, I'm I don't the know. problem. I'm not drunk. I'm not on any drugs. Like, I don't this know what's is happening. full indie. And I legit was like, we deserve. So I was telling my friend, because I was like, we work hard, like, to be a housewife, their hoe, have a career, like, try to have a social life, like, be a normal human being. Like, it's hard to juggle. We deserve rewards and gifts every day. I and deserve presents for breathing. Pretty much. And then John walks in with some new sneakers for me. And I was like, look at that. And some Kit Kats. I was like, look, look at God. Look at God. <laughs> Asking ye shall receive. Okay. Um, Except I had to ask via ordering online, but I shall receive tomorrow. Okay. Um, I need to Still had to pay for shopping. her, but, but she came. My dad sent me a Ooh. gift card. So I might try to like get this jacket on Amazon that I've wanted that uh, Paige DeSorbo put on her Amazon page. And I was like, oh my God, I really like this jacket. Um, so we're Come on, see. influencing. I know. I, I fall under the spell. I got a new bag for traveling to put under, like to carry onto the plane. Mm-hmm. This is how you know you are a workaholic. I wanted to make sure that I could fit both my laptops in it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have a lot of problems. I actually need a new one, like a sturdy one. I thought about just getting like. I got the Shea Mitchell. Um, yes, B, B. Yes. Yeah. I thought about getting one, the, like a backpack. I got the, um, per my uh, life partner, Amber Jolly's uh, recommendation, I got the mini convertible weekender. Ooh. Because the regular weekender doesn't go under the seat on the plane. And I need one that goes under the seat. Ooh, that sounds. I, I thought about getting one of her backpacks for like work um yeah. and to take on planes because I wear that I bought purposely like that never full so that I could like put my you know put my laptop put my mm-hmm. everything in it but it's so much more fragile than I thought like and it gets so heavy that I'm like yeah. this isn't like practical um for every day like I just never want to like wear it so be careful with your eyes you're gonna give yourself astigmatism I already have astigmatism Oh, well then keep rubbing, sis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking. Uh, I'm like a five-year-old. I start well, scratching. My, like, um, my ophthalmologist was like, you're going to make it worse. And I was like, bitch, it itches. What am I going to do? You know, um, I think my vision is better because I took my contacts out and, and I put my glasses on. And when I say those glasses make me feel like I'm wearing someone else's, like they don't. Oh, like, they are so much they... stronger now. Oh. And, and I got those glasses maybe four years ago, five years ago. Like, but my my vision doesn't normally change that much. But yeah, I'm like, whoa! I these give me a headache. So I'm like, are my eyes getting better? Like, am I? No, <laughs> that's literally not how it works. And what no. is that? stabilizing? Like, I don't know. Like, no, it's not stabilizing. Would mean that you were just the so. Then what's the reason? Ruby? What's better. the reason? A response. Um, it's just called delusion, I think. No, they really are. (laughs) (laughs) Too easy. Um, also I ordered, I was looking for a pair of just like simple black boots for my family trip because I'm going to have to walk a lot. And we know the ankles are still not where they're, they need to be right now. Are you going to Europe? Perhaps. Yes. And so I was like, I know I'm going to be walking a lot. I don't feel like I'm going to have to discuss the injury with my family and they're going to judge me, but. I was like, I need something that's like sturdy and is not healed because 
I mean, I'm Puerto Rican. All of my shoes have a heel on them. There's just like some rules to my existence. And so I had to find a pair that were like flat and had traction and grip on them. So I had to get, well, I didn't have to, but I chose to get a pair of Dr. Scholl's ankle boots, but they're pretty on the outside. Okay. They look, they, they're cute. It's, I'm still a Libra. They're cute, but they're going to support her ankles. Okay. I respect it. I think that's that, called being 32. Is that I was you have gonna to say that you have to balance form and function. And then while I was on the website, they were like boots, 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 boots. And they had a section about wide calf boots. And your sister has wide calves. And so I said, Well, I need a good quality pair of knee-high black boots as well for these wide calves. And so maybe I purchased a second pair of boots <laughs> from Dr. Schultz. No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> these are these are Dr. Scholl's because they are going to be putting in some work in the streets of the continent. Gotcha. You know? So I have to feel supported if I'm going to be putting wear on my already injured feet. That I'm going to finally, I tried to call my physical therapist place and be like, can I just get scheduled? And they were like, well, this is a new injury. So you have to go to your doctor first and get referred. This is why I hate the American healthcare system. I'm about to pay $40 so that someone can tell me the shit that I already know so that I can get referred to the place that's going to charge me $40 every time they teach me how to exercise to make my ankles strong. That's some shit. That's $40 I could go to another pair of boots from DSM. Yeah, honestly, truly. Or like a pair of frivolous Jessica Simpson shoes that I don't need from DSW. <laughs> If you want to talk about basic, here I am. <laughs> I love her crazy shoes. That's where I got the, well, that's where I, I do got too. Some of her shoes in. are really, really nice. Um, that I love a Steve Madden. I love a, um, yeah, we're budgeting else? bitches guys. Yeah. Um, I got, well, Jessica Simpson are the shoes I fell in. <laughs> they were those denim. What a great advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> what a great advertisement. <laughs> Jessica, send me some merch, girl. I'll (laughs) happily fall in all of them. (laughs) I fucking love them, though. But and it wasn't even it wasn't the shoes fault, Jessica. It was your fault. Alcohol plus weak ankles. I'm like a fawn on an ice rink. A big ass fawn, but I fell nonetheless because of my own fault. Um, I have chronic ankle instability, which is why I'm finally going to a, a medical provider to get it addressed. Um, so we should we talk about family karma? Yep, possibly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this episode was pretty light, you Come know. On, super sized. Yeah, this episode it was, was pretty light. Continuation of the wedding. Yeah. So okay. Let me see my highlights. Um boom, 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 boom. yo, when Amrit's parents were talking about the first night they banged, and he was like, Oh, <laughs> this is why i love this show i love like the intergenerational dynamic more than anything because it's like the kids act one way by themselves the parents act one way by themselves and then it's like a whole other shit show when they're together it really is like so true to life especially omrit's parents and um and brian's parents they're my favorites listen brian's parent brian's family is everything i'm i almost made his mom my poppy that's where i was like floating back and forth oh dharma auntie love dharma auntie um also vishal like with the drinking i get it but like i when he was like getting out of control i sat there and i was like i was like man 
like, what would I, like, how would I handle if I had to tell my man that he needed to stop? And then I went, wait a minute, I would never marry a man who doesn't know how to keep it together, like five seconds out of his life. You know what I mean? I was like, wait a minute, I just wouldn't deal with this in the first place. So what am I even talking about? And then um, (laughs) I liked when they did the night before the wedding, like the dad's giving the shawl advice and O'Malley was up in there. I was like, sir, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And then he was like, and I'm a Scorpio. Because like they were all giving advice and like the editors just made it all overlap to each other because there was like nothing that deep. And I love how they just chose to like throw in O'Malley being like, and I'm a Scorpio. So, you know, it's crazy. (laughs) I was like, not that. And then, of course, I didn't care about, respectfully, I didn't care about the ceremony because, <laughs> like, nobody watches these shows for that. All I care, oh, all that, like, made me laugh. Well, A, I love, like, because, you know, we love astrology and, like, mm-hmm. the stars aligning. I love that they do auspicious wedding times. And I was like, even, do we need to do that? Yeah, even though, I was going to say, even though I'm not of Indian culture, I think that I want to make that a part of, like, my wedding is the auspicious wedding time. Do you we think are, that they would do that for us? For sure. All you have to do is go to a Hindu astrologer and they'll tell you, like, they give you dates. Like, you, like, I've, okay, so a 90 day fiance, um, the other way, like, when this, okay, come on, ass, when this old ass bitch was like marrying this young Indian <laughs> guy. Um, they were like, get married at two in the morning because that's the only time you they, guys like <laughs> did their charts and like told them so much about themselves in their charts and like proposed like wedding times and stuff. And so I would just like go to a Hindu astrologer and be like, hey, like, give me some time breakdowns <laughs> that are perfect what are some dates like I know everyone loves to get married on 11 11 blah there are other great dates in this world <laughs> basic Paris this, I mean this being someone who has 11 11 tatted on her like I get it but you don't want to get married on 10 10 2020 Cynthia <laughs> no because look at what happened to them oh shit they already they did didn't do an auspicious they didn't do an auspicious wedding time okay they did they did a destructive wedding time by getting married during covid you nasty okay look i asked for guidance from everyone i need an astrologer i need the tarot reader i need my <laughs> own to do my own tarot reading i need a medium i need guidance i need to from pull all- my card i need you to pull my card john pull a card everybody <laughs> everyone pull a motherfucking card let's do it let's right. see what we come up with motherfuckers okay <laughs> Well, my favorite astrologer is dead, so I can't. (laughs) Who? Are you going to say Mama Elsa? No, bitch. Oh. (laughs) Well, respectfully. Sorry, Mama Elsa. It's not you. Um, Have you heard of Walter Mercado? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. He was, yeah, he was Puerto Rican, um, and I grew up watching him every day on the Spanish language news, and he would read everybody's horoscopes, and everybody of every age, gender, lifestyle was like, what did he say about mine? Yeah, uh, there's he was, a good he is iconic. talk about it. He is uh, pretty iconic. You're right. He's who I would have gone to. I cried watching his documentary on Netflix. It was like I thought it was my grandfather. I was like torn the fuck up. Oh my gosh, it was wrong. And again, I don't cry. I was I was truly human crying the way that other humans cry. I was crying about this man. Wow, abuelo. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> as we do. <laughs> the wedding ceremony. The only oh, part yeah, the that, ceremony like, was cute. I laugh was that, a, like, ooh, butterfly. <laughs> no one's that would have been me. I all I remember from my friend's wedding who had a traditional ceremony was I was so hungover that I was just like sitting in the back. Like they gave us these books for like the for the folks who don't speak their language and don't know the 
you know, ceremony. It was like a book that tells you what each step means, what's happening. And I'm like flipping through my book. I'm like, damn, we're still on page two. All right. You sound like Risha <laughs> and Michelle. Like, we, and, uh, when did we get married? At what part were we married? I think we need to reference the, the seven steps. No, I literally was like looking at the book. I'm like, two is long. And then I also went to uh, my friend's like traditional Greek Orthodox wedding. And people love to come for Catholics about kneeling and sitting and standing. The Greeks had me up, down, turn around, pop a pussy on a handstand. Like I was <laughs> twerking. <laughs> I was twerking for some fucking uh, Spanakopita out in these streets, like trying to <laughs> see if the ceremony would end. Because he would, he said it so. The priest would say it so fast in English, and then so fast in Greek, and then so fast in English, and then so fast in Greek. I was like, oh my gosh, what is going Did on? Did they throw plates? Greek Orthodox. Um, Orthodox I think Catholics. I, I think I was driven home before they started throwing plates. <laughs> Not driven home. Um, by my Were you drunk? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I was yeah. driven home. Like, oh, did I? Oh shit! The, not the grammar. I said it wrong. No, you said I was driven home. So I was like, oh, okay. I thought I was said she drunk. drunk? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Uh, I was driven home. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what happened is that was one of my high school friends. Um, I'm from a very small town, as you know. And so it was my high school friend's wedding. And one of the bartenders also went to high school with us. And she's like, super nice. And I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, how are you? And I like gave her a hug. And it was like an open bar anyway, because it's like a Greek wedding, right? So it's like, there's no like- That would be disgraceful if they, it was not Yeah, exactly. Bar. Like if there, there was nobody like rationing alcohol at this wedding. They were like, get fucked up. But like, since I knew the girl, she, she made me some drinks that all I know is like, I got back to the hotel room. I had- little powder all over myself because I had tried to pack the Greek wedding cookies in my bag and they're covered in powder and I was like eating them in the car and then shout out to my other high school friend who drove me home (laughs) you know hometown folks (laughs) hometown I have to send you that I can just imagine Ruby with powder like from head to toe it was like all over the hotel carpet too (laughs) waking up and just dust (laughs) dust no what I woke up was like one in the morning and I was like oh shit did I ever get the food that I ordered and I had to like walk down to the lobby with (laughs) powder all over your face powder and pjs (laughs) and get my buffalo wild wings (laughs) and like stumble back to the and it's one of those hotels that are designed poorly where like the lobby you have to walk a long ass way to the elevator up the elevator and then they put you in the last room down the and I'm like, that's great if like there's a robber or an assailant, but like not great when I'm wasted and I just food. <laughs> it was a lovely wedding. Um, moving on. <laughs> um, I was obsessed with all of Richa's outfits this weekend, mm-hmm. but my favorite, I think, actually was the reception. Like the white look was dope as fuck. I was like, this bitch, she really like, cause she's like pretty low key. Like she's not a showy girl right. like the other girls. Um, but she was like, for my wedding, after waiting 10 years for this trash man, which that wasn't nice for this man, like we're about to do this correctly. Oh, that, um, Punjabi for me, it was a traditional like Punjabi dress for her wedding, her actual ceremony. Yeah. The the color, like the richness of like the red and like the gold and like just it being hand sewn and like hand put together. I was like, oh yeah. Like, that's no like, intricate, like, oh, I stand like adorable. Like gorgeous i mean queen queen shit queen shit like our guy joseph from love match atlanta hashtag never forget hey queen (laughs) girl Um, (laughs) 
girl. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> get, 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 that's what it is. Get, get. <laughs> um, also, since we were trapped, like we were already dunking on Libras earlier, Brian is a Libra, and it's so obvious. Like when he was watching the wedding, and he was like, I want to be married just so that I can have a wedding reception. And I was like, I feel you. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm only ever like, oh, I should have a boyfriend when I'm like seeing something like cute and romantic. I'm like, oh, that would be like adorable. And then when it's like regular, I'm like, ugh people <laughs> I honestly, she's a loner honestly don't understand like I'm not a well like the Libra collective is not well we love love but like we don't love effort oh <laughs> I won't say who this friend is but one of my friends is like dating someone and she was like yeah I've tried to end it like five times and every time he just talks me out of it he just gives me a rational reason why I why I shouldn't end it because she's not serious like she's just not in the mood oh see I'm like a big what I've learned about myself not even this year but like this past month like people have opened my eyes to it is I'm a big boundaries person so like no is no and so, like, if I'm, like, this is over and someone tried, I'd be, like, no, I've already decided. Like, it's actually not even a discussion. I'm not going to let you have a side. Yeah, I think. I'm that... just, it's over. And Normally I did that somebody like in that. eighth grade. Oh, my God. Normally, she's like that. But this man is, like, very intense. Like, he intense in a good way. Like, he does not. I put would up block with, him. Like, no, he does not put up with her shit. And she needs someone like that because she's just, like. That sounds like, familiar. So I think you need someone like. Do that I have too. a boyfriend and you haven't told me? And I'm trying. Your to elevator man. <laughs> your elevator man is gonna not take your shit. You'd be like, "Wow, I'm so attracted to this. Like, wow, finally someone who does not." No, literally everybody says that they're like, "You need someone who's just like, hand up enough." Yeah. Have you like read um how Chrissy Teigen said John Legend tried to break up with her and she was like, "Okay, so anyway, like, what do you want to eat?" Like, she just completely ignored. <laughs> Oh God! And I was like, and she's like, I mean, look, we're we're still together and married, and we're happy. Like he just needed food or something. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, is John Legend a Libra? Like I don't understand. No, John Legend is a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully, anyway. Oh <laughs> no, he's fine. He's fine. But Chrissy is Chrissy. That's all I gotta say. I, don't, I mean, and, and, but you know what? There are people who are like that. Like. So did I tell you about the steak and potatoes theory? My friends have been on this tip. No. That like everybody in a relationship, one person is the steak and one person is the potatoes. And I think people like you and I would be like, no, like we're equal teammates. Like I don't, I don't like subscribe to like the alpha beta of it all. But like, in my opinion is just like, I want someone who's like equally as interested in the same things. Like they don't have to be just like me, but like have to have the same like energy as me, if that makes sense. And they were like, no, my friends are like, no, you don't need someone who's as up as you are. Like you need someone who's just like mellow to balance it out. And they were saying just because if you're the steak and the guy's potatoes doesn't mean that the guy is like lumpy, unseasoned mashed potatoes. They can be hashed browns. Like they can be cheesy potatoes potatoes. au gratin. They can be potato waffle fries, you know, it just means that love it twice baked. But like, it just means that like, they have to compliment you. And there also has to be a person that's like a little more laid back. I was like, I'm not laid back. (laughs) Like as I (laughs) yell it in the air and they're like, you're a great person. No, 
like, and they're also like, and they just like emphasize that I'm the kind of person, like if I'm done, like for the night or like, I'm done with a concept, like you're not stirring me, you know what I mean? So there needs to be a person that like can gel with that. I was like, but I'm not uncompromising. And they said, no, not that. Just that like, you're very firm on your things. Yeah. They said, I'm very firm in my convictions. And I said, good. I'm no pussy ass bitch. God damn. Yes. But like, I do agree. Like someone that like <clears throat> can be like. Somebody who's also okay, firm, but, but like. Firm, but it's like. Low key like, firm. Can also balance out like your stubbornness and be like, okay, but like, how about we try it this way? Or like, no, we're going to try it this way. And you're like, yes. Yes, daddy. <laughs> D- daddy, watch me twirl. Daddy. <laughs> I literally. I- um I sent Amber a picture last night of Andrew Garfield and I literally quoted Nicki Minaj and I wrote yes daddy I do give me brain like NYU and she was like why are you like this (laughs) yeah I need daddy we know this yeah because it it, it I need chill daddy it is a little like life changing to like be with someone who won't put up with your shit um I'm severely aware because I steamroll everybody else (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> now that we've ended this therapy session, back to that reception. Brian is just like that. Yes. He is a Libra and only wants that. Um also I loved when Amrit did his speech and I said Amrit is what Sandoval from Pump Rules thinks he is. Because you know how Sandoval is always like, I'm the best friend anyone could ever have, and I'm yeah. just so sentimental and but he always makes it about himself. Amrit is actually like that good friend. And mm-hmm. I almost cried for his speech. And then I wrote the crowd stands Lopa auntie as much as I do. Like when she went up before she even started talking, people were like, Lopa, Lopa, Lopa. I was so weak when she was like, I have the men crying. <laughs> Literally. Because I, I was like, we need that clip. <laughs> I loved it. And I could, I feel like the editors were being shady going to Vishal's mom when people were cheering for Lopa because she was just kind of like staring blankly. Like she was like not listening. It's like, don't be a hater. And then we're not even getting to Vishal's speech way too long. Um, Benjamin Button ass. Like, I was like, oh my God, no, he did not say that. What? Which old Benjamin Button ass. When he said oh, that, God. I was like, this that is was strange. weird. That was really weird. Yeah, I, I, I would not marry Michelle is all I have to say about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, next week, oh, this is what it was. It wasn't so much the drinking for the wedding. The fact that like we already got the preview that Vishal was like too fucked up for them to spend their wedding night together. That's when I wrote, I want to say the amount of work a man would have to do to, for me to forgive him, but I would never marry that man, period. Yeah. Like that is not acceptable. How are you that wasted? That. You should not like there's just some times where it's like you're supposed to be prioritizing your partner, not the party. Exactly. And how and are to we be that at wasted? that age and not and to be with your partner for that long and not think about how important this is for you and your partner is so selfish and gross. It really is. I and also just weird. Like I always have feelings about people with alcohol and it's like, if you need alcohol more than you need to spend time with me in any capacity, like in any version of a relationship, like family, romantic friends, like I'm going to notice that and be kind of icked out by it, you know? Mm-hmm. Completely. Um, so sorry to Richa. 
Um, highlights from Potomac because it was kind of a quiet episode. Um, Ashley Darby, how embarrassing that you're comparing your Googling skills to a law degree. Also, how bear how embarrassing that you're trying to out Candace about her husband in front of everyone like a lame when Candace then just shot fire sh- shots fired took you out of here with your dick sucking mm. husband oh she sure did um robin why does your hair look like rogue from x-men all right <laughs> <laughs> i mean do we not agree we do and then the girls are it's better Miami. than still better than giselle's um ra- ra- raccoon hair or whatever possible to leave jizzy alone whatever hair she had in that one clip. i was into it because i'm a stan so i blindly am into all of it it's like nikki stands she keeps doing wrong things and people it's like kanye stands people slot in the streets me and giselle bryant look i'm gonna I wear my life because they're comfortable af but i do not support and i'm still gonna listen to his music because his music has nothing to do with his um mental health issues that are really increasing these this 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 chaos in his life um but yeah I do cite not, what you need to he's I a do not terrible support, person i do not support what this man says he's, as of he's just a terrible person since um since i haven't been in i have not i think since the moment he decided he was in a relationship with kim Kardashian, i was like you're not for me and the music went down with it <laughs> Like after Watch the Throne, I was like, okay. You know, I I disagree. Let me think of what came out after. Because Beautiful I mean, Dark people Twisted like Fantasy Life of Pablo. Yeah. No, came out no, when he Dark- was with Amber Rose. Yeah, no, that's like the only album I still listen to. Um, That and Watch... Well, I don't really listen to Watch the Throne, but I just remember it that time in my life. But I would say Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is pretty much the only one that I can still stand because... Nothing else is good enough for me to like disregard his blatant disrespect. Life of Pablo wasn't great. Um, None of it was great. That's what I'm saying. I did like Donda just because it's very like uplifting. Like, like there are some songs I just, I'm like, yes, faith in the Lord. But um, yeah, that's all I got. We've got a lot of other artists for faith in the Lord. Oh, believe me. I'd be like, (laughs) yes, Father Jesus. Anyway, all right. That was kind of crazy. Moving, moving right along. So Mia plans a trip to Miami. And I was excited because I thought she was going to be thought and plotting. I mean, we haven't seen much yet because they just got there. Mm-hmm. But I will say it is a, like, regardless of location, it is a little raggedy to not have a room for everybody. Unless it's the kind of house where like a room is so massive. You know, like when you say we're sharing a room, but it's like a suite where there's like separate bedrooms or things like that. I mean, yeah, because uh, it just confuses me because how many times has like Roni gone to Miami and they got these like really big houses in like a, like in the same also, vicinity. Also, um, like Bravo, you're paying for this. Right. You don't do that game anymore. It's exhausting. Um, I did love the room assignment game with like the weird little names for the rooms. That was hilarious to me. And I like, I also like when whoever's quote planning it just takes charge and like, this is your room. Like we're not playing the games because that's used to be my least favorite part of Roni. Like it used to grate me so much and gross me out when they would like flip out about the rooms. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like, the rooms are not top tier. Like no, I, Karen's they're not. room downstairs with the slidey door. I'm like, 
none of it is is none of it's a good thing and then um as much as i'm happy to see shasha back on our screens just for mess because she's weird um she think she doesn't know anybody in miami when she was like i know a lot of people because if she knew people she would have done the ramona where she would have called ahead of time to her friends and said have something ready for me in case this goes south yeah so the fact that she was making calls and not sure where she was going i was like you don't know anybody also i know this is wrong but i'm excited to watch mia throw water in wendy's face I'm sorry, Wendy just like rubs me all the way the fuck wrong. And I just don't think she can be accountable. And can we just say that there's like no like unconscious bias or anything playing into this? Because like obviously like a recurring theme in Potomac viewership is that like people let the more light skin cast get away with more nonsense than the dark skin cast. And that's not what this is. Absolutely not. a collective. I was very supportive of Wendy her first season. Her second season, I was biased against her because of Giselle, not because of anything biased i just didn't like her because she came at mia like mia was really just trying to like be her like be nice and be like oh wow what did you have done to like because she's like i've had my whole body done basically well yeah it was just like trying to shade her and be like doing this like weird thing that well she was defensive she was defensive because mia asked her one question for a party which the event was literally about her tweaking and then she like flipped out and she was, as we talked about last year, was not Zen one. I think, I don't remember if I already said it last week or if I was just saying it to friends. Like, Wendy is the kind of cast member that, like, I want her to, like, be herself. Like, I feel like she's not authentic. And so I just kind of wish, I, like, she's somebody who I would truly just put on pause and, like, yeah. want her to come back three seasons from now, like a charade, and, like, come back a little more evolved into who she is. Because I think it's just too much between the little kids doing candles, doing a book, pretending to do this bar with Peter. Cause now we know that just wasn't true in the first place. It's just a storyline. Um, like all this stuff, your hair is falling out. That's not good for you. Like just Mm-mm. take a break, wait till your kids are older and like can take care of themselves a little more, you know, like they're in sports and after school clubs and stuff. And like, you have more time to just like focus on yourself. Cause I feel like she doesn't know who she is. And like sometimes the stories on housewives is like them exploring their identity or like on arc somewhere, but I don't even think she knows where she's going. Like, it's just literally, it's just so all, all over yeah, the place. It's like stream of so like, and it's just like vomited. I, and I really liked having her at first. I love having a Nigerian housewife because we know that's a huge population in the DMV. So I like seeing that representation. I like mm-hmm. seeing like an educated woman and all the things she promoted. And then it's kind of like that all went on the back burner for her to do all of the same housewives tropes, you know what yeah. I mean? And so I just I like want better for her because I remember loving her when she first started and it's just like been a steep decline. It's been such a decline. And like maybe she just needs a little water in her face to wake up, you know. <laughs> that's what she needs. Please. As long as we're not throwing glasses. If she throws a glass, then that's not okay. But if it's a little sprinkle of water, it's okay. I don't even think it like poured oh. over her head. I think it just like poured in her direction because I think she was still dry. So, yeah. you know. Well, moving right yeah, along. So, Mia is doing well this season. Um, Mia's my MVP this season because she's a liar, but she's just doing whatever the fuck she wants. Honestly, and I need someone who's just a chaos agent like that because, like, they're starting to get a little too media trained, all of them. And I and like that's why I always like Giselle because even though she's doing things that people don't care for, like she's having fun, like, and she's making a TV show. Like that's what people don't get is like, she's making sure we have a TV show. Cause otherwise we're looking at Robin with some chicken wings on a, on a party cloth 
and Ashley dealing with this cheating man and Karen doing nothing. Karen getting her nails done and not eating chicken. Not my candy yams. Or not candy yams because that's candy, candy Burris, but Candace, I think she No, I like candy gal, but like yeah. Candace is another thing. Like she also is just like flipping out about the Chris thing so that she has like a redemption storyline. You know what I mean? I don't know. I wouldn't be flipping out about be, it. I just don't think it had to be that big a deal. I, I know. I, I think it's a huge story. deal. I think it's a I huge deal. I see both deal. sides of their story though. And I think a lot of people do. Like, I think that we ought to like believe women. And if someone feels uncomfortable, cause I don't think she was implying. I truly think that what she was saying was that she felt like she was in the wrong too, for like being in that situation. I don't think she was just casting it on him. She was saying, I felt weird being in that context with him. And then, but it was telling Janice is more than right to defend her husband and prove like everything is not true. But I think that she's taken it to another level one, cause she's a defensive person, but secondly, because now it's her moment to like, she's been the villain for so long that this is her time to be the hero. See, I think that that was just a, a consequence or a, just a reactionary thing to what has transpired. Because for me, what was telling was that J- Candace asked, do you think Chris meant malice by it? Like, do you think he mm-hmm. meant mal, he had malintent? And Giselle was like, I don't know what he had. And it's like, you at one point are saying like, I don't think he meant anything. I don't think he meant harm by it. But for me, it was just uncomfortable. And then now you're like, I don't know what he meant by it. I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, it's so easy to be like, I don't think he had malintent, but it made me uncomfortable. And I just don't, I think that for Giselle to be like, I don't know, it's like perpetuating. And I think it is harmful to Chris in business, I think it's harmful to Chris and his character to be like, I don't know if he had malintent. He like he came in my room, no one was in there, he shut the door. Like, you know what I mean? It just like yeah, it becomes something that doesn't need to become. And so for you to not only say it, because it's like she could have said it and been like, look, I don't think you meant malintent by it, but like this was harm, like, you know, like I was thinking about it since this whole Ashley thing happened. And like, these are my thoughts on it. And like, they could have like squashed it and let it go. But for her to, to not be able to admit that it was unintentionally uncomfortable was like, all right, like, what are you doing here? Like, that's yeah. for me, the issue. With but, and they, they both have the option to squash it too. You know, because Giselle said, I thought it was over after we talked at the winery. And then whatever happened later. I don't remember because I didn't care that much. But um, so Candace too, like to me, and I get like, it's a TV show, like it's a public forum and stuff like this. Candace can say in her confessional, very com- like this, like after she's had it with Giselle, just been in the confessional, like we're not addressing this because it's not true. Like that was the smart thing that Ashley and Michael did. I was like rewatching the season where like he got the the butt grab. Yeah, the whole situation. And they're disgusting people. Like, let me not say that they're not disgusting. Like we fully know the truth about them, but like they knew that the right card for them to play for themselves, at least for their legal situation, which I know these are completely different situations, but just like the more defensive and loud that it gets, it looks like it's more of a drama than it is. You know what I mean? Like and that's just her. I think I would just be naturally hurt and like I want oh, of course. and I want you yeah, on camera. Yeah, and it's camera. also your friend and he's your friend. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. She has the opportunity on camera in her confessionals. Like she's already had it out with Giselle. And like I agree in the concept that like they had the discussion at the winery. Like just choose to move on because I don't think and again, like I don't even remember us watching it. Um 
because it was not that good of an episode like you know what I mean like they both have a choice to like squash it if Giselle continues to bring it up repeatedly is one thing but if Candace also continues to bring it up well then you're just also wanting to like be in that discussion over and over again for me I get it because I would want to be like I want you had just as much energy to say on camera like that my husband did this so I want you to have just as much energy on camera to say that like he didn't have malintent and I need that from you for us to move forward because you want to be so big and bad about it on a public platform. And so I need you to not necessarily take it, take back your uncomfortableness. But did she say that to Giselle? I that feel like I remember. essentially in their talk, I feel like that's what it was about. Cause she was just telling her like, you waited. It wasn't about you feeling uncomfortable. Like, cause she was just trying to like figure yeah. out how she was feeling. She's like, it was about the fact that you waited to do it on a platform that you knew would cause the most hurt to someone who has not ever tried yeah. to hurt you. And and then for her to be like, do you think he meant malintent? And for Giselle to not be able to say yes or no, like, oh, what he meant. It's like, what are you trying to imply here? And that's the only issue for well, me. Also, like, sometimes people don't want to speak on people's behalf either because you. it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't. I know what you're saying. Like, she has the opportunity to do it. But with her, like, people always find something. But I think that she doesn't want to because she just wants to continue to, like, instigate it. Like, it, like no too soon to end the storyline like we have to keep it going well i think they both do that's my thing i think they both are having a story that's all that's my story i just wish that it wasn't it could all just been candace is gonna keep talking about it and i love candace i love chris like i'm not saying that they're guilty of anything i'm just like this is also an opportunity because candace has been hated by so many people for so many i used to loathe her in the past i remember i was like more too much well, we were cut off during like possibly our nice like little giving y'all debate energy, giving y'all that midterm election energy. Um, so we shall remain a house divided. I almost called it a, a roundup, so but it's a runoff. I'm Warnock. You have to be Herschel the Walk. Oh, not that, honey. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, not that. <laughs> oh my God, I just drooled on myself a little bit. That's what you get for talking raggedy out the side of your mouth. That's what happened. Me and my dad were talking about it. He was like, Yes, India, please, you have to vote because we cannot have oh. Herschel Walker. And I was like, yes, I thought, dad. I, I thought you were saying that he was talking about your drooling problems. John talks about that. He's like, look at you with just spittle all over your dry spittle. Listen, India, you do need to vote. You know how I feel about civic engagement. You better get your ass in that voting booth. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely Correct will. Correct that state. Because that but runoff I, is stressful. I, I've been, I've been hearing, I've been hearing. That was the LA mayor race. I was like, yeah, I'm so happy. I was like, yeah, American lady. And Karen Bass is a great representative. She was already a state representative for several years and she deserves to be the mayor of Los Angeles. That man that Katy Perry and a fuck ton of other celebrities were supporting because they were going to make the street Gwyneth Paltrow now on my ex list um, because it was going to make the streets safe for them to wear their billions of dollars of jewelry. Like, go fuck yourself into <laughs> you trash person. Disgusting. Now I can't watch Katy Perry show in Vegas ever. Yeah. Which I'm sad about. I wish I had gone last January before before I was reminded that she's herself. Did you also see Sydney? Some people, I can't separate the art from the artist. And as we just talked yeah. about today, I'm like, once I just know that you're garbage, I can't enjoy it. It's over. Garbage trash whore. 
Yeah, garbage trash whores are not for me unless their name is Meredith Marks. Segway, segway, segway because she is snoozing on, snowflakes. Me. She is snoozing me without this Lisa storyline. Like all I the way that she has to like pet um what is that word pander to the new girl that I'm not into. I was like, uh. oh yeah, Debbie. What's her name? Um, Dana. <laughs> Debbie. Not something. Debbie. For um, the Meredith scene that was with her sister, all I have written down is white bean salad. Ew. That's what they made. And that's literally Ew, all my I face down. looked ugly. I never want to make that face again. Like, ew, ew. I look like little Rosie Shrek. I like a white bean salad. And so that's why I wrote that down. But that was the most interesting part of that entire. Oh, I don't, I don't like beans. So I've never had oh, a white bean salad. I like beans. At, you no, know, to a certain extent, I like not eggs. too many. I don't really like eggs, so. No, but that's what that girl says. I know oh, that's yeah. where you pulled it from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What I'm weak about is at the beginning when we were watching the, when I, we, as if you were with me, when I was watching the credits, I was like, are we ever going to explain why in Lisa's credits, she's rollerblading with ice cream in her hand? And then in the preview for the mid-season trailer, they show her like with Whitney while they're wearing the helmets. I'm like, oh, we are going to find out. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody else's credits are like very normal, like hugging their family or you know wiggle dancing and lisa's is on rollerblades eating like a big ass waffle cone of soft serve and i was like what yeah. the fuck is this <laughs> like why is she so random <laughs> like as if they got to choose their own or something our bar- our barlow Ugh. my little barlow yeah. um, i will disclaim that india wrote the tweet that we posted on our um instagram so mm-hmm. i wasn't commenting as myself on the lisa and meredith side's to myself posting <laughs> i was replying to india posting since as we discussed um people are used to me being the social media girl um lisa we had the opening scene where she was like talking about you know being back in her relationship with god again and i wrote jack was probably saying in his head fudge church when he was hearing lisa talk about what they were gonna do <laughs> fudge fudge, fudge church <laughs> is all I could hear and also like when his dad was like yeah I think Jack's praying or meditating right now and his eyes were closed my dad he'll fall asleep at church all the time and I will look at him and he'll be like I'm sorry I was praying and I was like do you snore when you pray too (laughs) speaking of snoring why (laughs) you know I have very why don't you sleep naked and snore no I have very vivid dreams which yeah that is gross I have very vivid dreams and in my dream two nights ago John was snoring and I was like shut up but I woke up and he but like I said it out loud and he was actually snoring I was like shut up and then I turn over I'm like oh my gosh I didn't mean it I'm so sorry like I was dreaming and no but you did mean it that was your subconscious screaming I know he didn't even he he didn't flinch like he didn't never do no, nope. but he did stop snoring. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was like how last week we were talking about, like when you wait, when you're dreaming and you feel like you have to go to the bathroom, and that's how you know you wake yeah. up. <laughs> you literally could hear him snoring through your dreams. That's that's powerful. Um, I have massive PTSD watching Whitney take Jen and Lisa down the real hill for the skiing. <laughs> As the person who fucks around on the bunny hill, we've discussed this many times. I had a bad experience learning how to ski in Utah. I, I, my body does not feel right on skis or snowboards and the sliding across the ground downhill. 
it makes me feel like I'm going to die at any second. <laughs> and so I love when Jen was like, you know how I improved with hard work, dedication, and anti-anxiety medication. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, maybe that's what I need because ugh, like even watching them, I can't tell you like what a visceral experience it is every time. And like all these shows that are airing in the summer have been happening in the winter. Wait, no, it's winter now. Fuck. Yeah. But at the time it was like, you know, like we've been watching winter stuff since right. like August, I feel like. And it just, it, I've been triggered so many times, you guys, and I survived, but I can feel the sensation of unwellness in my body. Every time I watch it, See, I, I never get better. I wish Explode I was like therapy a skier girl. I wish I was a skier girl, but like, I just don't really like snow and I have interesting knees. Like, and so I have this fear of like what? being on skis. Like I have like like sensitive knees like they they're not the strongest little whippersnappers like my ankles yeah and so I just have like this fear like so one year I was like telling my friends like let's go skiing and so we (laughs) we went to a cabin in in northern Virginia like where the um ski slopes are yeah and um yeah I was like I don't really want to go skiing like (laughs) I changed my mind listen y'all you you can't just who you are yeah, I wish I like I would have wanted to be a snowboard girly because obviously those are the cool girls. Um, and I really wanted that for myself when I was 12 and I attempted it and it did not go well. Then I attempted miss skiing when I was 28 and that did not go well either. It's just the Caribbean dreams are stronger in me and I just have to embrace that. I'm a beach girly. Same. But trust, I always wanted to do like all the little cool girl stuff because my dad, I guess, didn't believe in the gender binary in my youth and just wanted me to be his little boy. And so Same. I wanted to be, I wanted to be the cool girl that like knew how to fix cars because my dad was a mechanic and all this stuff. But I was like, I could not care less about this. Like, yeah. give me those fucking Barbies and make me a fucking princess of Genovia right the fuck now. <laughs> I was just like, give me a computer. I was like, because- the sailor's <laughs> mouth carried. <laughs> the sailor's mouth carried, but not the tough girl uh, behaviors. I was like, give me a Why book, an encyclopedia, and oh yeah, a I was book- oh yeah, I was bookworm girly. Yes, Barbie magic hairstyler on that laptop. Let's yep. fucking roll. And that other, sh- uh, we were the same as kids yeah. though. We were both like very geeky children. Oh god. Well, hence college. Hence, but-, but I was weak at the flashback. I don't know who Jen was talking to. When they were like, oh, like skiing went great. And it's just that scene of like her. Yeah, out of my head, I also videoed that clip because I was like, when people ask me how my week went, it was great. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Like that's literally me this week. Like when I host Friendsgiving on Saturday and people are like, how was your week? I'm going to be like, it was awesome. And then I'm hosting about my project. Look at you hosting because I have made no promises. Like my friend hit me up today, like, hey, so Friendsgiving Sunday. And I'm like, I can't make any promises, but if I do come, I'm going to make sweet potato casserole, but just don't bank on it. I don't know yet. <laughs> TBD. Well, you know me, I knew the date since like August. I like looked at my calendar. I was like, what day is it going to be? And then yes. like, but I waited, I waited till four weeks before to tell people unless I was asked. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be on this day. I but We had agents it- Thanksgiving, like an agent's. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. It looked cute. I made some bomb ass deviled eggs and I'm so glad because the other ones I were... almost asked you for the recipe, but I was like, I'm not gonna <laughs> the menu hard. was very like gringo. Um and not in the best well, of ways. Like these, I'm so glad I made my devil eggs. They were all gone, which meant they were a success. The other one was not. And what other dishes disgusting. were it that were giving gringo? Um 
Well, there was a uh, pineapple casserole. Like, what? Who's eating that? Um, what? What's in that? Besides very, the pineapple. They were a few mashed potatoes, one made by a woman of color, which was great. The other one was very bland. Um, Did y'all have a sign up sheet? Yes. Or no? Yes. Well, why are people sheet. making the same thing? Because, I mean, when you see one thing, like, okay, so for example, someone made a sweet potato casserole. And mm-hmm. I took one bite of it and could tell there was like a bourbon, like sort of like they like put bourbon in the like glaze, you know, like the that's topping, a workplace, the topping. And when I say one bite, and I was like, like it, all it tasted like was bourbon. It didn't taste like any type of sweet potato. <laughs> and so I was glad that I made yams because the yams again were almost gone. Like yeah, because who? Oh, I love that. Yams. Um. Someone made, okay, so there was um, an Indian dish. Someone made some fritters, like mixed veggie fritters with a a chutney. Those were amazing. Um, But for the most part, it was just, it was a no. That's sad. (laughs) I I had to pretend like I was going to take my plate to go. And then my friend was like, there's a trash can right there. Just dump it, dump it. I just like. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just down. Yeah, I, um, so last year when I did it, that was like the first iteration, I made like a Puerto Rican um, pulled pork shoulder and people were like wet over it because again, all my friends are And so, well, they're not gringos, but you know, they're not Puerto Rican. And some can really cook, but. And so they were like living for it. Oh yeah. And my friends, I feel like all my friends, what we share in common is like, everybody's very opinionated and everybody's really competitive. So they're like, oh no, I'm going to do what I'm really good at. Like all the food was so good. My over planning ass, I accidentally planned it the night before I had to leave on a 6am flight to see my grandmother. (laughs) So this year I'm doing better because I'm staying home next week, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because everyone that's of course, you know, people can't let you live. So everyone's like, Land, do you have a 4 a.m. or it was a 6 a.m. flight, but you have to wake up at four, you know what I'm saying? Of course. Um, and everyone's like, DM a flight in the morning. And I was like, no, bitch, I'm gonna get fucked up on Saturday and wake up on my couch and order some fucking Dunkin' coffee if that's what I need in the morning. Damn, but, I just remembered. You know, I'm not doing a Friendsgiving, but I am doing a pot tonight tomorrow. <laughs> look at her, God. I forgot somebody, I probably pro- look out for her. You're you're welcome to all your friends today. that I keep you honest we just talked about this today because oh wow (laughs) um but this year the theme is hot ones like the tv show oh i love it and i ordered all the sauces from one of the previous seasons and so it's gonna be a competition i think i'm gonna look for either um like party favor medals or like crowns for like who makes it the furthest Hmm. i love a competition i love to see people cry I love wings and so it felt like only right. Dang. I wish you could do like wigs. <laughs> wigs and wings. Oh my god. Wigs and wings. Do you think the Dollar General, the Dollar Store has uh Dollar Tree has uh wigs? I don't know. Do you think Dr. Okay. Heavenly Beauty will send me some wigs tomorrow <laughs> for Saturday? <laughs> I well, we know I have wigs, but I don't have 18 wigs. What does she call them? The prostitution group. wigs? Or I don't remember what she called them. No, I don't know what like, she called they them. They are sex workers. Like maybe if you want them oh, to yeah. like you should you should call them by their correct names. <laughs> As if she knew. Um, I mean, we know I have a lot of wigs, but I think I only have five wigs. So 13 people would be without. I have a lot of props, but yeah, I was thinking little, um, 
little crowns or little medals. Had I planned further ahead, I would have gotten like some from Etsy that said, I'm a bitch for the people who don't make it, but (laughs) she's booked and busy. She doesn't have time for custom (laughs) this year. I'm going to have, I'm going to the dollar general tomorrow and getting some throwaway uh, tablecloths because people are going to make a mess in this house. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll have buttons that you can like put some, like a post-it over, like with like tape. Yeah. And just, I'm a bitch. <laughs> Come on, homemade. I'm a bitch. And I'm a, I'm a raggedy homemade bitch. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to buy two gallons of milk. And then just oh my like, gosh. away if I have to. Because I'm nervous that I'm going to be the wuss. Because I was like rewatching episodes recently. And I was like, shit, this looks so painful. Oh, I love a spicy. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, no, I love hot food. But, you know, you even see people who like hot food freaking out on that yeah. show. And Which so. But I'm so excited. I, I'll be documenting a lot. So we'll see how this goes. Yes, I can't wait to see. And then I'm making flan for the gringos because they get wet over that. And then I'm making the one that makes everybody freak out, the coquito, to get the holiday season started, y'all. Ooh. And let me just do a PSA for everybody. Don't ask me for my recipe. I'm not sending you my recipe. I'm sending you perhaps my recipe with one or two ingredients missing. Or I'm sending you somebody else's recipe that's good, but it's not mine. Because... You don't ask people for their family recipes. Yeah. Just not. That's just like rule of cultures. I can't even ask my grandma for a recipe. Like she won't tell me everything. Yeah. Not yet. Literally. She's just not ready. <laughs> literally. Like there's plenty that you can find online that are authentic. Aren't going to be as good as mine. But you can't have mine. And I'm not trying to be a bad friend. But like you can't have all of me. You know what I mean? You can't have. It's not about me. It's about a whole island and a diaspora that I'm representing if I give you my recipe. She's the opposite That's of John Legend. You cannot have all of her. Correct. She does not want all of you. That's how we know that John Legend isn't a Libra because he let Chrissy have all of him. He's probably a Pisces. He's a Capricorn. <laughs> a December oh. Capricorn. Oh, weird. Problematic. <laughs> Jesus they might as well is a December Capricorn. They might as well be Sages at that at this point. Like you said, Jesus is too hot headed. That's what she's saying, everybody. No, I almost said Jesus. She is, is no longer saved. <laughs> I almost made a joke saying Jesus is pro. He's not problematic. She said Jesus, Ricky Martin, and LeBron are problematic. But he was a shit starter. Okay, he was not afraid. Bup, 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 bup. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Jesus, Chaos Ricky in the name Martin, of the and Lord. LeBron. Chaos in the name starters. of the Lord. <laughs> Again, the holy triumvirate were all shit starters. Jesus, Ricky, and LeBron. Bop, bop, bop. Of, he came out of that, out of that cave. Bitch, I'm back. <laughs> Y'all, I gotta, I'm gonna pass out. I'm literally going. Bop, 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 bop. I literally have to go to church. You're evil. Out of the cave. Bop, we have bop, to stop bop, calling bop, people bop. evil. It's a bad word. You need to stop. You better say a uh, Fucking, I know you're not Catholic, but you need to say a rosary tonight, India. Look, I'm Jesus saying a rosary is laughing with me, okay? Jesus is like, wow, you are so funny. Like, I know that these are jokes, and I know that you love me. So, guys, the face crack that I'm exhibiting right now is just, there are no words for it. Like, Jesus came out, bomba clot. Bop, 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 bop. All right, I'm done. I got a chill because Jesus just said to me, you're going down there with her for this. You're out of control. I feel warm because Satan is encapsulating us in this film right now. 
we are in Ashley Darby's journal of satanic thoughts. Oh no. Um, moving right along. Um, I will say too, so like Jen Whitney and back to Salt Lake City. What the fuck were we even talking about? We're on today, y'all. Again, this is our first healthy pod in a long time, so we're just back to ourselves, like Jesus out the cave. Um, <laughs> title. All I can think of is title, like Jesus out the cave. All I can think of is out the cave, going bomba clouds. I'm Bob. You need to stop putting words in Jesus's mouth. Is all I'm gonna say. Look, there were a lot of haters that didn't believe in in my guy. And he was like, look, to all my haters, I'm back. Like LeBron. That's all I'm going to say. We've had enough. Um, I do want to make a real point um, is that like, they're all discussing Heather and all the mess with Heather. And I will say that this is like the argument I keep making on behalf of Whitney that people don't see is that Whitney admitted that her love of like stirring the pot those first two seasons was because that's how she got attention as a child and like Mm -hmm. that's literally all I've been saying this whole time on this show is that like her issue with Lisa about Lisa not validating her her issue with Mary the second season like she doesn't feel value and worth because like that was what happened as a child and the reason Mm -hmm. that she's on the stripper pole and she has the shot ski and she always wants everybody looking at her is because she did not get that as a child it's like literally just basic childhood math like sometimes it's not even your like for her it's definitely trauma but like we all just carry like what we (laughs) our childhood like for sure good bad otherwise you know what I mean even the fact that I see that stuff in myself even the fact that she admitted to Lisa like yeah the episode with my wild rose party like the man that we thought you allegedly like had sex with we invited him to cause drama and yeah. like for her to just be like, she's just basically like confessing her sins at this point. Yeah. Um, and I always think that's like way more powerful. Admirable. It's like accountability. Yeah. Exactly. She's like, this is what I did. And it was super fucked up. Yeah. And I don't, I think Heather hates that. Like she, I think Heather's perception is probably that Whitney went back on like whatever promise they made each other at the beginning of the show. Like, I'm always going to have your back or like, I'm never going to like expose things that we've done. Like, it's always going to be like ride or die. Right. Or but I'm never going like, to like make But sometimes you, you have to break person. that in order to like be a true person to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the Meredith thing, first of all, her sister has the same voice and a different octave and it's freaky. Because I thought that was like mostly a put on thing with Meredith. You know, when people just do weird voices. When her sister was talking like that, I was like, oh my God, there's two of them. I'm terrified. I don't know. Um, They should have just cut that entire scene out. I mean, I know it was important because I know they want to bring awareness. um, But I always, I know they want to bring awareness. I know that is your favorite word of tonight. There was no malintent. But sometimes, and I've said this before with like the Mia's mom storyline and with other family members, I feel so uncomfortable when the person's storyline is about somebody else's experience because it'll always feel mildly exploitative, even if it's out of the best intentions, even though it's because she's trying to raise money and awareness for this issue. It's like, if that person's not the one that's like speaking on it or experiencing it, and I know he's a kid, he probably doesn't want to be, but he probably does want other people to find the help he's found like I think right. all of that's beautiful but it just I th- I feel like she could have just had the party I the level of detail actually like and maybe that's the point is you should feel uncomfortable so that you 
take it seriously but it was it was just a lot for me personally I just wish they included him in the conversation because wasn't that him that was helping make that yeah that was valid so I just wish they would have talked about it while he was there and included him in the discussion versus it being like a talking about him talking about him like that just made it feel weird especially when she brought up that he like drank bleach I'm like that's dark that is dark. Uh, that was that was like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I and I don't know why. Like I haven't experienced that, but it really like sat really heavily with me. And I think that's the point, right? Is to really bring that attention and like really gut punch you. Um, and also to like, I think also to help us understand too the context of why she was so in such a state last season, which I think is completely understandable as well because Um, last season she had the dad pass away she had her dad pass away plus this happened so I think it was also to like help us understand her during last season but sometimes it's hard because it's like we've as a viewer you've already moved on from last season so it's like I don't even care how you acted last season because I actually liked her more this season so far but like you said aside from you know opening up about her family which is important because we don't really know who she is as an individual I feel like she's not giving us too much still as an Mm-mm. individual no like because because people I think stand her at the beginning because we got so much with Brooks and so much with Seth and then the second season you know she like went off the rails a little bit because she was dealing with so much hurt and then this season it's kind of like plateauing yeah and not a lot going on and then we go to like the choir rehearsal, which is where all the action was. And I mean, really just the only thing I took away from it was like, one, it was amazing that Lisa started an argument with Heather while they were warming up. Yes. Um, also while they were warming up and Corey is like, close your lips and open your teeth and hum. I started humming with them. And <laughs> I, I was like, like, close your lips. Mm-hmm. Open your teeth. Mm-hmm. Close your lips. Was it close your teeth and open your no, lips? No, close your lips and open your teeth. I'm just trying to imagine opening your teeth and closing your lips. I think I just have my You don't have to open moment. the teeth wide. It just means don't clench your teeth with your lips. India, you were about to swallow your own tongue. I just watched you, you freak of the week. Call 1-800-INDIA if you want a good time. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> um, also, I love that when Lisa started to um, come for Heather, she was like, hey, Heather, like, let's talk about what's going on with us. All of a sudden you heard like the music, like the Housewives music, and it's like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> like, it's just getting out of I'm like, I fucking love the Salt Lake music. I want I want the way like people are freaking out about the new White Lotus theme song. I just want like Spotify to release an album of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City instrumentals and I want to go to sleep listening to that. It's just like bonus remainder. Yeah. Um, and then we were talking about like Lisa was just kind of like, I think the premise was like you know I'm not a I'm not a good recapper in the sense that like we were having that Giselle Candace thing and I was like I don't remember what Giselle said but she was right um like I'm like I don't remember how Lisa started the conversation but it was basically like I don't understand like if you have problems with me why you're still involving me and stuff like do you want to be my friend do you not want to be my friend and then she literally I love the through line of Salt Lake City that each season there's a moment where someone goes it's a yes or no question 
Yeah. And so this season, Liz goes, it's a yes or no question. Do you like me? And Heather literally deflected and goes, is that important to you? I was like, girl. You didn't answer the question, maybe. Like, what do you mean? Like, and that's pretty much like, like she's been doing with, with Heather. Also, Heather Gay, who spent a whole first season talking about how Lisa didn't say hi to her at Jen's opening season party. And called her a good You're asking people. Yeah. You're asking people if it's important to be liked. Baby girl. It's very deflecting. It's very like gaslighting to be like, why is that important to you? Why is me liking you important to you? Well, it's It's also hypocritical because- she cares about people liking her. Exactly. And I think also I appreciated that both Lisa and Whitney were in a space of like, I want to, I still want to be her friend. And so I'm going to show up to support you because that's what friends do. Like we get over our hurdles and our arguments and like, yeah. I just want to be there to support you. And the fact that they're bringing up like, oh, like does Whit- does Heather just like forget? Yeah. Or does she like, or she does she really forget? Yes. Yeah. No. Who? No. Like what? How do you forget that you kick someone out of your house and then the next day call them? Like that was weird. Because I was gonna like, say, I was gonna say, we literally, I just mentioned that like I forget a ton of things, but I feel like in these spaces, I would be very aware of like what I say and to whom. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I'd be probably like, I'd probably be like paranoid. I'd probably take it too far, but I like I wouldn't forget pushing somebody. And then part of me feels like, is like Heather on some type of medication that's like no causing her mood swings? Like, no, it's just very like, I think she's always been like this, to be honest. And she just like covered it up better in the first season because the first season she was like a victim. I'm not, yeah, like I'm not well liked. Like, I just want to be loved. Everybody ostracized me. So everyone's like, oh my God, she seems so nice though. And she eats meat on a stick just like me. Like she's so relatable and it was like all an act in my opinion. Oh, for and sure. it's like, I remember season one reunion. I was like, who's this monster? Because she was yeah, high on her own supply. Like I we hated that, her. We turned immediately. Cause I hated Lisa Barlow her, the first season, not because of Heather, just, I didn't like her. Cause I felt like she was really put on. And then I literally became a Lisa Barlow stand in that reunion and a Heather hater in that reunion. And then yeah. it happened again in the second season where I loved Whitney in the season and I hated her in the reunion. And then now I'm like back to liking her. So those reunions reveal a lot about them. So I think I've said a million times, like Heather, it just has been putting on an act for us. And I think this season is the truest version of her we've seen thus far. And I think that Heather thought like, this is going to be Lisa's takedown season. Like, and instead everyone's loving Lisa and more than her. And I think she's just like Arthur fisting, like, damn it. Well, also that like Lisa leans into like, oh, do you want to fuck with me? I will fuck you right yeah. back. And Heather can't handle that. Like, I I know people like that. We're like, the thing is, is like, you can argue who started it or who didn't start something. But if you get in the ring and then you can't handle like the fight, that's your problem. Because you chose to get in the ring too. Oh, yeah. Like, Sagittarius have no problem. Giving no, you the they surely don't. Barreling you down. And Heather's a cancer. And I have friends who are. And it's like, and I'm like, you know, like I'm a big shit talker or like, I'll just like, you know, roast the fuck out of people. And it's a game. Like, I'm literally just kidding with you. I wouldn't fucking talk to you if I didn't like you, but people will be like, okay, like just chill out. I'm like, okay, then don't fucking get into it. Like, <laughs> even if I started, like, don't play with me. Cause I'm going to keep playing. Cause I'm competitive. Me, as a Capricorn. I just like to not say anything because when I say something, it's going to hurt your feelings. 
Well, that's what ha- I mean. I literally have all three like placements yeah. of like True. demon. <laughs> I have all the placements that are like demon. I will. I will call you cause you harm. Well, that's me professionally. Is like I'm really the Libras first. Like I'm very diplomatic. I'm very like let's work this out. Blah blah. And then when people fuck with me, I'm like, and here I am to eviscerate your existence. Yeah, that's just <laughs> what happens. Um. Anyways. Then we had like the closing scene with like Meredith and Dana were hanging out that felt very staged. Yeah. Also, like we know later in the season, Dana like yells at Jen about like, I'm not going to fucking jail, you know, and everybody's like, Ooh, right. look at the girl clear Jen. I'm like, she didn't clear Jen. She knows something that literally everybody on the planet knows and just repeated it. And she lives in Utah. So of course, like in these upcoming scenes, and like, she's brand new. I know someone who worked for her and now he's an informant. It's like well, duh, bitch. Everyone in Utah probably knows someone who knows Jen who may be her. informing. Yeah. Like, and also, she's like a really connected person. So, yeah, like, it's a small circle. But I do wish that we would have gotten some type of like, like intro to Dana and Angie K versus just like yeah. be, them being thrown into the mix. At least Angie K, we got a little bit in the beginning because it's like, oh, she hosted this party. Yeah, today. her we house. Know she lives. Yeah. We know her house. But Dana's just literally like, and that scene with her and Meredith was so staged. It was like a job interview. Like Dana talking about, I'm just trying to be balanced in my life. And oh my God. Life. I had the same thought with her. I was like, you sound so pre-programmed. Like you're just trying to deliver what your like little brand is of like, I'm a, wow, you're on the Real Housewives and you're a mom trying to have it all. I haven't heard that shit before. Ever. Like, be more original. She Real has Housewives, bitch. Like, yeah, like we already know. Also, not me skipping the husbands at the barbecue. Oh, we could have skipped them. At first, I wrote not the husbands alone again, but then I really liked it. One, because I love barbecue. To your mouth. <laughs> Seth is gross. And he's like, that's the best tagline. Like, oh I still God, think. Of course, you. I still think tag. like if he didn't have the mullet, I would have sex with him once just to find out what's going on. If it's just all, a I show. feel like he has like rabbit dick. Where that's like. <gasps> oh god and then he goes to sleep and farts and snores naked well now i never have to find out <laughs> <laughs> thank you for clearing that up really quickly <laughs> Ugh. sorry that was a very, very bad visual yeah nobody had to watch india fuck me across <laughs> the zoom camera pretending to be seth in role play i had my I, eyes closed i couldn't i feel like this. somebody i feel like you came on my face too like it felt so visceral well and get so... you see your new career rubs ruby <laughs> no because it's over the phone i don't have to see them i didn't say it was gonna be facetime okay but you'll be hearing it J- what you just heard is what you'll be hearing yeah but i can put them on low volume <laughs> no i would literally just mute them and then i would be like are you done you'll be laughing you don't need a rubs with ruby you need like roasting your dick by ruby (laughs) roasting your dick with ruby like you like off of euphoria you fat fuck you're so fucking fat can't even see your dick you fucking fat fuck (laughs) i'm screaming that's disgusting you're a fucking shower i feel like that's literally how people talk too like i showed you fucking loser do you know how many men think that that's like what the dirty talk should be nowadays? And it's just like, ew, what are you saying? <laughs> that's not sexy. It's not sexy. Well, they, that was like, they, they didn't, they went away from that storyline in season three, but don't you remember in Succession season two that Jerry was starting to degrade um, 
Roman a yes. little bit. And that was the only way he could get off. And I was like, of course. Of course, of course that that's what he needs. He said, look at you. You're so fucking embarrassing. He's like, oh, I am. Stand in the, in the corner. Why do you love sounding like a tiny man coming? Like, <laughs> I hope John so easy. This and knows how unwell you are. <laughs> I think he's well aware because he is also unwell. You're like, hey, John. Goo. <laughs> And whenever I, I reference Quagmire, he's never you. seen God. And he's like, you know, I've never seen Family Guy. And I'm like, damn it. Can you just like YouTube you watch it? something? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I I just liked that scene because like, I liked seeing like all the faiths represented, like the interfaith situation, like yeah. coach prayed. And, you know, you're just like witnessing like Christian, Muslim, Jewish, like all these different faiths, mm-hmm. like being represented at the same table and breaking bread. And I also love, um, I screamed when he literally said no wives invited and Jen goes hey the strippers are here I know I just love her I love her so much um again the victims weren't killed like Tom Girardi's victims they merely don't have any money now um and then I mean um, Tom Girardi didn't kill his victims he just took their money (laughs) what okay they're both scammers Um, but I do think it's interesting that Coach like has pretty much gone unscathed, minus like the public like well, embarrassment. He, like well, he hasn't he wasn't lost his career. He wasn't accepting his career through his wife's money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Versus Erica was true. Um, but I I think he probably already knows the truth. And you know, he said like God puts you like where you need to be at every moment. I just really love his expression. Duh, he knows the truth. What? Duh, he knows the truth. That's like... Um, well, I know. That's what I'm saying. What's her name? Phaedra Parks and her husband. Like, y- you know where this blood money is coming from. Like, <laughs> stop acting stupid. Like, well, and he is said, not he said God puts you where he's supposed to be. But, like, I feel like he just knows how to turn a phrase of everything. And then, like, someone said that, like, he needed a daytime talk show. I'm like, he needs to start a for-profit church. Like, if these many yeah. people are doing it, he might as well do one. Because he's very um like you know charismatic and wise and wise and eloquent and just like he just knows how to express himself in a way that I feel like he does really well connecting with people because all of them love him like all of the other husbands love him too and all of the wives love him you know yeah even before this all came out let's take one more break do a sprinkle and leave well we took a whole break for me to realize we had nothing else to talk about um (laughs) We hit you with a lot of information today, including, I guess, my own personal therapy session. I feel like therapy, Jesus. Um, oh yeah, we forgot that India went and worshipped the for and like thirteen minutes of this show, um, and it made a lot of coming noise. This I episode. just, oh yeah, I'm a little embarrassing today, guys. I um, feel like I'm a lot embarrassing because I, as Carrie Bradshaw once said, I was emotionally slutty. Oh my gosh. I love that line. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we've like covered so much. You what guys, was your favorite episode this week? Um, my favorite episode was probably I mean, I love Family Karma, but I think Salt Lake was my favorite this week just because I just love these ditties. Um I think it was mine too. I think Salt Lake was my favorite too. There's always something. I think we got a lot of action. Yeah. Also, did Angie Harrington seem drunk at choir rehearsal? Angie Harrington just seems like a lot of things. Because the eyes were very glassy when they were singing. 
you know, when you're trying to stand upright, when you're really tipsy yeah. and you're really trying to make sure people don't know you're drunk. I wouldn't gonna... doubt that she was because she's trying so hard to get this freaking snowflake and it's not working. And now she's just causing contention between everyone. No, who wants to talk to her? Like minus Heather. No. Yeah. One. It was funny. Like nobody was trying to stand around her. Like Whitney was just being nice. I was like, yeah, I'll sit next to you. Yeah. Because Whitney is just on her journey. Whitney looked really good, though, at the choir rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Like, her little outfit. I was like, wow, you look hot. Again, yeah. you're not ugly. You're just poor, guys. For sure. Because her old school pictures, I was like, mm. we looked through this once. Yeah. <laughs> not but well. Right now, very hot. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, final thoughts? Everybody pray for us because clearly something is deeply wrong. <laughs> um, we were out of pocket today, which means we're back to our huge. I think it's a good sign, but I think we just had a lot pent up from like when the devil was keeping us down for the past five weeks or so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So hopefully we're a little more measured out next week. Although I'll doubt it. Doubtful, but we'll see. Um, hopefully we say the words dick and fuck less. <laughs> and less coming noises i'm really sorry everyone well that's really just on one party in the household i mean you started it with the grower and shower at the beginning like what did you think oh yeah i came in dick toward i'm so sorry i said president (laughs) you came in guns i whipped my dick out first i'm sorry everybody yeah you know some weeks it's like that (laughs) some weeks you're up and some weeks you're down Well, guys, on that note, you know where to find us um, on Twitter and Instagram at Pop of Color Pod. Follow us, share us with a friend. Um, I did want to shout out that we have one listener in Uganda. We're spreading our seed across. Okay, Nick Cannon. <laughs> we don't need to use that phrase. We're spreading our um, seed of joy. Love. We're setting our love. Can you just say love? Our seed of or love. joy. Okay. But not the word seed. We're spreading okay. joy and love. We're spreading joy, love, and laughter and chaos across the international globe. And so I just wanted to shout out the Uganda listener. We appreciate you. And we hope that um, it you wasn't just keep a mistake listening. and that you do it again. <laughs> uh, and send us money. Yeah. On that note. Well, everybody, stay hard. Love you. Oh, she just had to leave. <laughs> All right. Put your dick back in your in your pants. Bye.